your commuting home with Katz and Cosby. Now, here's John Katz and Matidis and Rita Cosby on 77 WABC. And we got Melissa DeRosa, who was the former right-hand person to then Governor Andrew Cuomo. Uh, Melissa, a lot to talk with you about. Let's first get to, if we can, um, you want to talk a little bit about Hochul, right? Uh, like, and, uh, and everything. Where has she been on the migrant issue? Where has she been also on all the air quality issue? Uh, all the, everything that we're seeing outside today. Hey, Rita. Great to be back with all of you guys. Um, so, no, I mean, it's sort of a continuation of this pattern where the state is just completely rudderless. And we saw this, you know, on crime in the subways going into the fall up until the moment that Kathy Hochul looked like she could lose to Lee Zeldin. And finally, she started to engage on the crime issue. You know, we saw it out in western New York with that historic storm where 47 people died in a snowstorm, which is crazy to think about in 2023. And then, you know, with the migrant stuff, which has been going on since last August, was the first time that the first, you know, busload of people showed up from from Texas. You know, she sort of put her head in the sand. And then when you saw what happened in the last couple of days, the air quality issue in New York State, you know, the city was was at insane levels on the the air index. We were at 380, I believe, which is, you know, you need to be under 100 in order for this for the air to be to be healthy. And we were just off the charts. And she didn't say anything. And she didn't do anything for a day and a half. It wasn't until yesterday at 5 p.m. that she finally held a press conference. And so, you know, I think it's sort of more of the same, Rita, of we are at a moment right now where the state, which I think has traditionally been used to a really strong executive, both with the legislature, but then also in a crisis, we're in this situation where Kathy Hochul is just completely MIA and nowhere to be found. And it doesn't seem to be getting any better. I keep thinking, you know, she's going to figure it out this job at some point, And she's just not. You know, I want to ask you, uh, Melissa DeRosa, uh, there's something brewing. What about reparations in, uh, in yes. Albany? I mean, please tell me this is not correct. Uh, G- Governor so, Patterson, how much do you get? In, in reparations? Yes. When, uh, it, when I, uh, when it became January 1st of 2011, they called me an Uber. <laughs> I thought he gets reparations for being on the show with us, but that's a whole other matter. Melissa, is this true that there's like something beyond Ubers? Well, this is, you know, the end of session kind of madness, and Governor Patterson can speak to this, but this is sort of the moment where the bills that the various interest groups want to get passed, the legislature is going to run with. There's super majorities in both houses. So you have an overwhelming number of Democrats in both houses. And so they're just sort of lurching from thing to thing. You know, they're doing the clean slate bill. It looks like we'll get done before session is over. That's going to seal criminal convictions for felonies and for misdemeanors after various periods of time so that employers and others won't be able to check those things when they're hiring people. All right. Hold and on. Hey, Cox, you got to react to that clean slate bill. That is that is incredible. Oh, oh yeah. Uh, clean slate. That, that means someone who's doing a hiring uh for their office, and they don't know if the guy's a murderer. <laughs> you want me? To, they want me to hire murderers to be in Gristides and Agostino? No, you wouldn't know if it's a murderer. They well, want to clean we'll the slate. We'll, we'll see what the we'll see what the final details are. I mean, I am hearing that you know the the governor is very focused on um, you know trying to make sure this isn't going to be something that hurts them politically and understanding sort of you know what happened in the twenty twenty two election cycle. 
you know, you just got you just sort of dealt with the bail reform issue to the extent that they dealt with it. I still think that that's not going away because I don't think that they did dangerousness, which would have totally, you know, I think sort of taken it off the table. But now you see them doing clean slate, which, you know, even in this conversation, it's like you can very easily we'll see what the final details are. But I hear that they're trying to rein it in to deal with things like murder, obviously sexual assault. Oh, how nice. How nice. that they. they yeah, I mean, yeah, Mel- yeah. Melissa, I'm disgusted with the whole thing. But go ahead, Judge. Uh, Melissa, it's uh, Richard Weinberg. Look, there are a whole bunch of felonies, violent felonies and nonviolent felonies that really hurt our society, and they just can't give a clean slate to these things. People are entitled to know who they're dealing with, and this is a yeah, real yeah. problem. You know, look, I think that there. I think that the intention is a good one. I think how it gets done gets done practically is going to be everything. And what is it that's being sealed and who is it being sealed from and how are they determining what's relevant? You know, if you want to go be a bus driver, I would argue that the city that's hiring you, municipality that's hiring you should know if you had a drunk driving issue in the past. You know, like things that are relevant. You're working at daycare center and you have child abuse. Right. Well, exactly. And so I think there's going to be a lot of nuance. And, you know, I'm going to reserve judgment until I see the final product. But I do think, given how hot the, the whole crime issue has been and what everyone just went through on bail and the Democrats, you know, are really trying to sort of get that monkey off their back for them to do something like this, that I think is sort of a gift to the Republicans politically. And then if it's not done properly, governmentally, it can be a disaster. Look, so we'll uh, see. Look, the crime issue, Melissa, is not going to go away. <laughs> it's it's there. No. And this is just going to add more fuel to that fire. And, and appropriately so. I mean. How do you, you you often plead down charges just to get someone convicted? So someone who may have committed murder, it's a simple manslaughter or something, but really the guy's a murderer. Yeah, it's going to be very hard for them to to clean up the uh, the the clean bill. Yeah, no, and and we'll see. You know, the business community is on board with aspects of it because of the underemployment issue. But at the same time, you know, again, politically, we'll see. If, you said if the business community is behind it. I want to. I want a I'm list of a, certain, the dumb CEOs. Yeah, I'm fairly certain the uh, the business council I think has endorsed a version of the bill. I want to. I want to make a list of the dumb CEOs so I can put them in the New York Post and take a whole page on it. I think so, you're going to need to take out the whole paper. By but, the way, but, uh, <laughs> not, not just the only, one page. The only thing, John, is that they have a real problem trying to employ people upstate and other parts of the state. So you're going to hire murderers? No, I'm not well, saying that you hire murderers. It's just that. They're looking for a pathway, and look, they don't even need to go to people with previous criminal records. You have people with no criminal records called migrants, and they could move. But they might have been gotten out of the jail in Venezuela. Yeah, we haven't even vetted them. Is the city going to guarantee it? Well, and to, to Governor Patterson's point, John, and that, and I've been hammering this, and I think that others have too on the show. You know, if Biden were to do an executive order that allowed the migrants to start working that are here, they could, number one, be able to afford to provide for themselves instead of having to, you know, get money from taxpayers and two, could deal with some of this underemployment issue. And so it's sort of like you have this problem and you have a solution staring you in the face and everyone's just sticking their head. in. Well, my other solution is seal the border. Seal the border. That's the solution. Forget about the working papers. Seal the border. Melissa DeRosa, we love you. Thank you for coming on and thank you for being a tough gal. And uh, I love tough gals. And uh, we'll catch up with you again real soon. John, before I go, I have to say, you should buy CNN. I saw that on Twitter and in the paper, and I'm on board. Thank you. Thank you so much. We Uh, agree. uh, We agree. And uh, look, uh, uh, I'm, you know, with CNN, Rita, 
I'm the only one with a little bit of common sense that uh, I respect Democrats, I respect Republicans, and could bring it together. And by the way, you would be one of the only people, John, who the mantle of CNN was to be fair and to be covering everybody. That was sort of the we'll new bring version. Back Ted Turner. Call him yeah. John Ted Turner. Turner. Always, exactly. uh, we'll bring the, back Ted Turner. Well, we want to bring the, you uh, first. A uh, new title to the Common Sense News Network. There you go. There no, you go. CNN. CNN, Catch News Network. That's good, too. <laughs> Thank you, Melissa. We'll catch up soon. Thank you so much. This is Greg Kelly for Priority Gold. What does it mean to be America's precious metals dealer? It means that you're in touch with the hearts and minds of those who love this country, value our freedom, and want to protect the future. Priority Gold is that precious metals dealer. They've helped thousands of Americans back their retirement with solid gold and silver. Call Priority Gold at 888-506-6439. Receive free shipping, free storage, a free investment guide, and one of the best purchase experiences in the industry. Call now or go to PriorityGold.com.